Welcome back to another episode of it Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. This is an amazing uh, episode. First of all, I'm super excited. If you can see my shirt, as a pres- it's the picture of our president-elect number 46 himself and our vice president, man of vice president Kamala Harris. I am super excited uh, just about everything. I'm glad the weekend went well, and now it feels like the worst uh, is over. So today's episode is a feature artist, uh, LaQuisha Burris. I have her music before we get uh, into uh, any just, you know, uh, questions. I really want to focus on this um, and and really, you know, pay attention to the music and open it up and anybody that has any questions uh, and then we'll go from there. Sounds good? Yes, I believe in 
So, blessed with this amazing vocal ability, right? What do you do with all this resounding talent? You know, I wasn't blessed. Uh, unfortunately, God did not equip me um, with the ability or the anointing to sing. I found that out the hard way. Because if I could sing, I'd be on tour with Chris Brown right now. I'd let you know. I'd be I'd be an R&B singer singing all the hits from Boys to Men to Usher. That'd be my thing. <laughs> So with this gift, I mean, like, what what does it feel like to have this superpower that you're able to able to, to call down heaven from? Well, you know, it's it's not a superpower to me sure. when you are actually uh, when you when you've been sometimes you know how they say blessings and curses. You almost feel like it's a curse because of what you have to go through um, to basically have the oil. You know, um, I was blessed with this gift, but I didn't like it. I didn't like my sound. I didn't I didn't like the way I sounded. I'm like, why do I sound hoarse? Why is I'm always why can I just sound just like just like super just see, you know, just like heavenly. Um and so uh I had to get used to it and I'm I'm become first I'm I'm just now at a point, believe it or not, to where I'm I'm starting to love the gift that God gave me. Um, so it's a blessing, but what you have to go through, the, all the things that you have to go through, it yeah. can feel like a curse. What? Why? Um, you said you didn't like your sound. What about it? Like, why? what was the turnoff? I mean, like, you can blessing. So, I mean, it's, it's a different registrar, right? But I don't know if any singer is alike, right? I think that kind of would differentiate yourself. I mean, what didn't you like about it? The rasp, the hoarseness sounding. Yeah. Um, the grit. I wanted to sound just like pure and just like super solid. Instead, every time I sing, it's a little rasp. Every time I sing, it's a little grit. So um, I, I'm like, what is this? You know, and I wasn't everybody's cup of tea, you know? Because I, I'm different, everybody, and there is a lot of singers that sound just alike, and I'm not one of those singers. You know, there's some singers who can sing anything. Um, my range does vary, um, but it's my tone. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I started to, I mean, I started to uh, feel encouraged and be encouraged by the Lord and the Lord that God gave me this certain tone, so that uh, demons can tremble when I begin to open my mouth. You know what I'm saying? So that I can call down heaven when I begin to open my mouth. So I'm I'm in that place now, but I haven't always been there. I love it. 
So what about um, uh, diversity within the gift, right? So I had uh, another amazing gospel artist, Vangelis Chris Amore, asked you the same question. I said, hey, look, if somebody like Beyonce reached out to you, right, mm-hmm. and said I wanted to do a duet, right? Because, I mean, because <laughs> Tasha Cobb did one with Nicki Minaj, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's been done before. It's not uh, uh, new. Would you, if, I mean, and obviously I'm sure it's going to depend on, you know, subject content, but if, if somebody like that reached out to you, I was like, look, I want to do a duet featuring you, you know, it, it can be a gospel song, it could be an inspirational song with a very gospel feel. Would you do that? Absolutely. <laughs> and so I do sing other genres. So um, sometimes I sing with a, a, a group called Killborn Alley. I do background and um, I sing with a, a amazing thing up here in Champaign. It's called Soul on Sundays. It's ran by um, A Plus. His name is Aaron Wilson. He's an amazing musician, amazing artist, amazing everything. Um, he does Soul on Sundays. So I do different genres of music. I don't just stay in the gospel lane. I'm a gospel recording artist, but I do like to venture out sometimes and sing other things. Inspirational, of course. I'm not. I'm right. not talking about bumping and grinding and stuff. I, I get you. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Let me. Let's take it up notch. So, um, you know, people think that you know singing is easy. I think shows like The Voice, um, The Four, American Idol, you you listed, you name it, can be misleading, right? Because uh-huh. you know, obviously, it is. It is a talent contest, but it's right. so competitive, right? Like. The field of singers is so vast that to be heard takes a lot, right? Can you, talk to us, can you talk to us about that that effort that goes behind? I mean, from going into the studio to actually getting a product out to actually, you know, pushing it and 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 getting recognized for the sound that you create. Listen, that process is <laughs> it's it's a lot. Um, I was blessed by that song, I believe. I was blessed to actually enter a competition that Curtis Lindsay from Chicago, shout out to Curtis Lindsay, amazing uh, producer, amazing musician. I was blessed, but everybody's not blessed, to enter a competition online. He said, submit your music. I want to bless 10 people, 10 gospel recording artists in the central Illinois area. He said the Chicago area, but I just stepped out on faith anyway. And entered my song, and he chose 10 songs to record live in Chicago. Band, production, everything they covered. Everything, studio, uh, you know, everything they covered, like literally. And he wanted to bless 10 artists, and I was of the chosen and recorded, uh, I believe, Gus Lacey, thank you so much. Uh, for the remake of my song, basically, he just tweaked it. The background was amazing. They provided it. I was blessed by that, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time invested. Um, so the process can take anywhere. Like, I'm working on a project right now. I'm working on my EP. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about that, but it's taken me almost a year, and I'm still not finished, but I, I plan to be finished um, by December, but just the process, the year. But then that's not all because you got marketing. And you got, you got to get you got to market correctly. Facebook is not the only market. Um, you got to get to radio station people. And you, you got to get to radio stations. It's about the spins. It's about, you know, it's about all kinds of stuff. So I wasn't educated. I only wanted to at first I was like 
that girl who just wanted to put something in the universe mm -hmm. in the world to say, God, I did something. Right. This is my song. And um, then I became a gospel recording artist, just popped up in the industry and I didn't know anything. So I would encourage people to educate themselves about the process. Get management if you can. Get mm -hmm. an A&R. Get an AR. Get somebody who can oversee, you know, who knows what they're doing, who ain't going to cheat you because there's some cheats out here. Praise the Lord. I got, I got a question. So how do you, so as a, as a, as a gospel artist, as mm -hmm. a, as a praise and worship leader, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're so like a, like a perfect example. Like mm -hmm. if Usher goes to church, you know, the pastor probably won't call on Usher to sing the sermonic solo or ask Usher. Lee. He might ask Usher to inspire the youth, come to a choir rehearsal and encourage people. Maybe mm -hmm. every now and then give them the microphone, but as far as being in the ministry, it's just not going to happen, right? right. Um, not that he couldn't, it's just that it's not, you know, that's not a common trend. But when you are a gospel artist, if you belong to a ministry, you know, whether you like it or not, you're in the choir or you're on the praise and worship team, right? So mm -hmm. how does that relationship work, right? Like how can you essentially do both? How can you pursue this passion at the same time, pour in fully to a ministry, or is there a conflict of interest? Well, it, it can be if you don't. To uh, if you don't, it can be. I'll say that um, how it works because I am a worship leader, um, Restoration Church, Urbana. Hi, praise the Lord, Pastor Andre Kernan is my pastor. Uh, I'm a worship leader. Uh, I'm on the worship team. I am a still a traveling gospel, gospel recording artist. I'm a mother of four, well, six, you know, and I'm just like, it's busy. So how I, how I do things, first of all, prayer it takes prayer. It takes fasting and it takes time management because mm -hmm. not only am I working on my songs, but then I'm working on songs for a praise and worship team. I'm working on vocal coaching with the team and I'm working on, uh, teaching the songs to the praise and worship team or the choir. And it is it, almost a conflict of interest when things are scheduled. Like, for instance, I'm, I was just Sunday. I had to sing. I had to do praise and worship in Peoria hmm. at 11. Our church starts at 2. I informed my pastor. I thought I would be back by 2. Like, I'm like, I'm going to sing and just shoot out. It didn't happen like that because called on again, you know, like, it, you know how church is, you know, hey, hey come on, please. <laughs> you I, know? I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I get it. <laughs> so uh, it can be a conflict of interest. So, so I guess just um, I would say um, how I do it is time management. Now, yeah. I'm not the person, the best person to be on time. The Lord is working with me <laughs> about being on time, but it does require time management, scheduling, Sure. It's scheduling. I mean, I've double booked myself a thousand times. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you have to because times. things fall through. <laughs> like sometimes I'll be like, you know, I'm a double book and see what how it plays out on that day. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'll go to this church at five and then shoot out and go here at seven. Like, I'm like listen, it happens. Yeah. But I think time management, uh, I think uh, just sure. like planning your day, being com communication is key with your leadership. Because it don't matter how the lay members feel, if your leadership and you are in constant communication, if y'all on the same page, then you're covered. Hmm. You know, you're covered wherever you go, and you're covered too. If somebody try to get backlash, I'm like, listen, you know, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. 
Hey, that's that's <laughs> good. That's good. Um, so if you could do a song with anybody, mm-hmm. right? Um, who would that person be? It could be any genre. Who would that person be? If some, if you could get right now, get in the studio with somebody, who would the person be? It would be Fantasia, of course. She can. She's amazing. Look, Fantasia to me is so underrated. I said mm-hmm. Fantasia has the 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 demand of Dottie Peoples. But with so much more everything, right? Like, like power, range, just vocal ability. Not like vocal ability, but you know what I'm saying? Like vocal absolutely, ability. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Fantasia is just, I, I mean, slept on, slept on. Because I'm people talk about other artists, but like if you listen to Fantasia, pick up a mic, that's hard yeah. to come behind. Period. <laughs> Period. And, and, and let me tell you, Fantasia is a sweetheart and she's anointed. Like I went to her concert in St. Louis a couple years back. We took me and my sister took my mom as a birthday gift to see uh, Fanny. We sing uncle Charlie, you know, and uh, different ones like that. When I tell you that the woman had folks lifting their hands drunk, (laughs) I'm talking about we went from shaking the tail feather to come on, lift your hands all over the building. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm gonna be like, what? I'm looking at like this woman got folks saved, got me crying. I'm talking about yeah, you to call at the concert because it's in like she understands ministry happens everywhere. Something yeah. I, I don't think that Christians have fully under, understood. Like I have sang in the bar. Yeah. inspirational songs and went to church and folks have came up to me you bless my soul I'm mean, talking about drunk yeah. oh my god you brought me to tears you bless me so much you just encouraged me thank you sweetie I'm going to church Sunday like it happens everywhere it no, doesn't it, it doesn't stop. some of the nicest people in the bar I tell anybody <laughs> some of the nicest folks in the- ah! they get saved in the bar they tell me, I'm going to church I'm going to church Sunday <laughs> I ain't been to church in five years I'm going to church Sunday. I'm like, well, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is amazing. Look, I got I got one more. I appreciate I appreciate my guests. Um, look, support her, download the music, connect with her. So talk you talked about this new album coming out. You see, you've been working on it for a year. You know, I know a lot of artists in and out of of uh gospel music industry, right? Yes. And they talk about just the grind that it takes to put out a project how expensive a track is the difference between leasing a beat actually owning the rights to the music you know so what is this new project about when this thing comes what should we expect y'all should expect a restored me so i went through a season in my life um just recently to where last year i wasn't even walking um Mm. i was on a walker after i had my baby um my other my my other daughter was going through health concerns. I was going through all kinds of things emotionally, physically. Um, I really just God really showed up. He showed yeah. me who he was. He showed me everything that we sing about, and this is important to connect the to the song as far as like you know not just singing God is a healer and all he did was heal you from cold but like from God literally from God literally healing your body like God right. showing himself 
in your life. And I don't, the crazy thing is I'm not super deep, but I'm for real. Like, no, I get you. you had to show me who he was. He had to show me that he's, he was Jehovah Rapha. He had to show me that he was Jehovah Jireh, that he could provide for me, even through the pandemic, even though I messed up, you know, had two kids. Sure. After, after, you know, you know, yeah, I'm, God had to show me who he was right. through all this. And so this album is called Restored because I was in the process of my last pro- album project was Destination and Restoration, basically mm-hmm. destined to be restored. Sure. Now, this project is called Restore because I'm restored fully. And so hey. expect a little quartet because that's my background. Yeah. Expect a little jazz. Hey. Uh, expect a little, you know, gospel-y, gospel jazz. Expect a little churchy. <laughs> expect some worship. I'm telling you, it's going to be uh, it's going to be um. phenomenal. Some trap music too, just for the just I'm, for the car. Yeah, just for the car. I mean, right. So expect yeah. the ride. So how I think of people listening to my music is in the car. So right. expect if you listening to my album or my EP. Yeah. Expect to first be worshiping, and then as you're driving, you get a little sleepy to be uh. and then to be like, hey, you know, bouncing, you know, and just expect all that. Expect the expect the variety of emotions in the car and expect to be blessed by my music. I believe it. Where can they connect with you? Where where can the people connect with you, follow you, uh download your music? What what do you got going on? So I have um a website coming up. Yay. Thanks to A Plus and um my producer and my musician Jacob Hampton. Woo whoop. Um, uh, expect to connect with me on Facebook. Of course, I have a page called LaQuisha Sings. Um, Instagram, I'm LaQuisha Sings. Snapchat, I'm LaQuisha Sings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, everywhere, I'm LaQuisha Sings. I'm, I'm available on all digital outlets, major digital outlets. My song is available. It's called I Believe. Um, I'm on YouTube if you want to scroll for me for free, but please download my music. It's cheaper than a cheeseburger. It's only 99 cents. Um, <laughs> I say cheaper than a cheeseburger, but um, just support. Come see what I'm doing. I, sometimes I get on there and just worship. I get on there early morning sometimes and just sing a song to encourage you. So just follow me as I follow Christ. Awesome. Look, you heard it first. Connect with her. Uh, it's cheaper than a cheeseburger's support. And even if you got really cheap and didn't want to, remember, YouTube pays. So stream, stream, stream till you can't stream no more because yeah. all of it adds up and all of it helps. This has been an amazing episode. Look, Wednesday, we have it going down. First Ladies on Politics. I have the First Lady of Redeemed Church of God in Christ, Mother Deborah Fierce. And the first lady of the Southern Illinois jurisdiction uh, of the Church of God in Christ, Madison, <laughs> and if you're in Illinois, and I'm looking forward to that. That's at six thirty p.m. That is going live. That's going to be an amazing time. Y'all tune into that. But I appreciate it so much, guys. Till next time. Thanks. All righty. Thank you for having me.